0: Hi, how are you? Hey, Mr. Bennett.
1: Here we have. Let's see what you got. You smell that? What is that? What? What's that smell? A cologne? No. Opportunity. No. Money. Oh, okay. I smell money. Oh,
0: okay. Chris. Welcome back uh, to the What's Happening podcast. Um That was a scene from The Big Short, which is a movie about people who basically cheat the house, well not cheat the housing market literally, but cheat it in terms of go against the grain and win millions in the 2008 financial crash. I have today um, Craig on with me, and we're talking about money, um, we're talking about finance, we're talking about financial <coughs> markets, and in particular we're talking about Forex or foreign exchange, um, it was particularly trading foreign exchange, so trading currencies off one another you've probably seen it on YouTube, you've probably seen it videos on like the Lad bible, Facebook and stuff of people being and becoming millionaires from trading forex essentially and you probably thought to yourself you know, I would love to do that, but then you've never actually went I'll try it Craig has went and mm, I'd like to do that, and he's tried it um, so basically he's on today to just sort of tell us all about it basically um because i'm as interested as probably a lot of you are like but so we'll start off and i'll ask craig um welcome to the show by the way um we'll start off and be like you started off so obviously when you were younger you didn't want to be a forex trader no so (laughs) didn't know what forex was yeah like you weren't sitting in third year doing the normans and being like i want to trade forex no i was not so what kind of what motivated you into start like forex? Because obviously, when you were doing your A levels in GCSEs, you weren't really
1: sitting being, "I want to be a forex trader." So, what made you go down that path in the first place? Okay, well, I was ne- I was never super academically strong in school. I w- wasn't the smartest kid in the class, but I did well enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like but, a lot of people, like not yeah. at the bottom, but not miles ahead no, either. Thriving but, in the middle. Thriving yeah. in the middle. Um, Ma- Malcolm in the middle. that's it um so I did okay for myself um my biggest issue was that I was lazy and I didn't want to put any effort into understanding things that it didn't already understand if I didn't get it instantly it was like okay no that'll yeah I'm not interested if I don't understand it exactly um that's fine at GCSE level um GCSEs really aren't that difficult especially at my school we did a lot of applied GCSEs and for people who don't know what that is gardening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you still have a card in gcse though didn't you sorry you still have a card in it was GCSE? called horticulture but, Horticulture. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we that's right horticulture we did yeah. that. i didn't do it personally <laughs> 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 yeah no um that was the sort of things that my school was offering yeah um but even actual gcse's um i did relatively well without preparing yeah, at all yeah. but um as i said a levels was a whole different kettle yeah, of fish it. a different ball game like i mean yeah um again we did a lot of applied subjects and most yeah. people did do those but they were just fucking stressed yeah. all year round, constantly coursework and stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it was. It was so tough to be around them because I was enjoying what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I did sociology, psychology, and MIA, which yeah. is essentially moving film, film, yeah, yeah, essentially film studies. Um. So no, I actually did quite enjoy that, and I could tell that the other people I was with in school yeah. weren't really enjoying being in yeah. school. Um. It took until, sort of, the last couple of months of me approaching the exams of the a-levels i realized i wasn't prepared yeah i didn't like sociology like there are 20 mark 30 mark questions there's like 60 really in-depth subjects yeah. you'll be asked about three of them but you sort of need to know the bulk of the 60 or you need yeah. to try your best yeah to, try yeah. your best yeah, yeah you can I obviously, obviously sort of
0: like pick like and your teachers can tell you what's likely to come up like it was the same with like we don't history a-level and stuff and economics a-level and you knew like, a teacher's would have came in and been like, right, microeconomic policy, you know, policy of the firm, it's coming up, or Hitler's motivations to par, Hitler's rise to power, it's definitely going to be one of the questions. Mm-hmm. But you kind of needed to still learn the other ones just in case. Yeah. And yeah. you needed to know the one you were talking about anyway. Do you know what I mean? But, it like, A-levels were a lot of work. And I remember talking to a guy who's a few years older than me he's my tennis coach actually which shows you how posh I am but basically he, like we were having a conversation when I was maybe lower 6th, starting upper 6th, like that summer maybe and we were talking about A-levels and he said like he went to uni and got a degree and all and stuff and he even said you know A-levels were the hardest thing he ever did Mm -hmm. Um, so I can see where you're coming from there so went to A-levels, like a lot of people were, like you were bright enough but then you kind of lose interest and don't you know put in the same working effort that you had before yeah and then i assume like your a levels didn't really go to plan then from that no um
1: <clears throat> i didn't do her. Yeah. i didn't think i did horrific, but yeah. i got two c's in a d not that bad I'd, like yeah i mean it wasn't i didn't completely fuck yeah. them all up but i certainly didn't reach my entry requirements yeah. to go to university yeah um i could have maybe went abroad not abroad but like liverpool yeah or like the mainland like yeah yeah but um i just got into a relationship around that time yeah and so i had a had a bit of a feeling it was gonna be worth sticking around yeah, for yeah, three yeah. and a half years later we're, we're still there you more go, strong yeah, yeah, so i think that was probably the right choice yeah. so yeah no i i obviously i didn't i didn't yeah. get my a levels i didn't get into university and i was sort of thinking what the fuck am i gonna do yeah. now um that's like panic stations you're yeah, like fuck i wasn't i feel like your condition from such a young age you go up through everything. the ranks in school yeah yeah you do your gcse yeah you start with your key stage threes even some, yeah yeah some right. kids are getting yeah. key stage threes third drilled year? Into them, and yeah. yeah it's like fucking i remember third year
0: exams yeah like and we were like i to be fair I, I remember for like first year having like exams there weren't actual exams it were just end of year tests yeah <laughs> but the teachers treated them as exams and they did yeah. i remember sitting in my roommate and my mum was like just doing all our night for two weeks and then I've thought an hour night for two weeks I'm going to kill myself right? <laughs> like when you do when you're first year you're like this is the worst thing ever <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like even then you were drilled in oh, if you fail these it's game over like do you know yeah. what I mean you're going to end up in Hyde Bank if you don't pass uh, these exams and, you were legit, like, yeah. and that was first year but you're right like, you're bred through school obviously to be like university is everything if you don't go to university you might as well just die do you yeah. know what I mean um, you're not going to be able to get a job you're not going to be able to get this or that you're going to end up doing heroin in the street like that's they never explicitly say that but that's, that's the vibe you get yeah. do you know
1: what i mean um so i see even on results day um anyone who got good results sort of yeah. getting like a stars and stuff like that there um the teachers were all over that they were getting pictures of them they were really enthusiastically chatting with them and teachers who would have been talking to me like that once they seen that i didn't have these fucking class yeah. grades barely spoke a word to me it's like know your some, place trash yeah that's <laughs> it some of the nice ones did. some of the ones i got on yeah. with quite well did but certainly some of them yeah. avoided me and they're only interested in yeah the, the money dots ah, you know, yeah the, the one for the facebook page etc um
0: <laughs> i for the school fucking yearbook oh, or something aye, that's the one for <laughs> the belfast Telegraph. <laughs> no i you're right like um like school isn't obviously the be all name and end all but you're taught to think that so yeah you went to school obviously a levels weren't awful but weren't enough to get you into university yep. so you're sitting being like fuck what do i do
1: now so like where did you go from there then like a lot of people i went to tech yeah uh, certainly sir so yeah. of course the legendary Classic, Yeah. it's university for people who can't get into university essentially um I don't or you're if like you're Donald, on a trade so. like true that yeah. is true it does have some benefits Um, that's like, the
0: thing they never tell you in school as well no one ever pushes you down the trade
1: route no and I don't understand why not. To look down on it, yeah, I feel like. But I don't understand that. Do you know what I mean? Because if you if you, you leave made, school at sixteen, and, I mean, be meant to doing a trade? Yeah. Do you know you what can I mean? Make serious, serious money doing. It. If you start when you're sixteen, yeah, and you have your own business 22. and all, you're fucking flying. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So went to Cirque and then what happened from there? Like, um, I did business and sar I didn't even, I didn't even really want to do business. Like I just, as I said, you're bred to think you're gonna go to university. Yeah. That's how I envisioned the next few years of my life yeah. playing out I'm gonna to go to university for the next three years like you know work towards a degree. So obviously that it didn't come screeching to hold it very slowly slowed down and I was like just left with the reality that this isn't gonna happen and yeah, I need to figure out over. what to do. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel ready to go into the real world, you yeah. know, go, go I like get a job. work nine to five. Yeah, fuck that I mean I still don't even really, really wanna do that. I don't like yeah, that idea. No join the club. But sorry what were you saying? Um yeah so where were we fuck um oh yeah about so yes yeah, sorry sorry yes um i did business in yeah. tech not really sure why I didn't like business yeah do you almost think you just did it for the sake of like you couldn't
0: really let go of the uni mindset yeah it was do you know it, what i mean as you say like you back. didn't want to go into the world at work you just did it for the
1: sake of not having to work nine to five yeah Do you know what i mean in my i was still in education yeah. i wasn't ready to leave education as i said i planned the next three years of my life to still be yeah, in yeah, education yeah. so i think it was just that um i very quickly realized i didn't like that either it was a two-year course i only ended up doing one year yeah. It was just it was fucking shit yeah um i still i, I come to think of it I actually still had plans to go to uni whenever it was in tech but i think i just killed any enthusiasm they quickly oh <laughs> yeah. it's like. uh, anyone who's been maybe everyone didn't have this experience. I thought it was just one of the worst places to go and get educated. Tech? And nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awful, mate. Um, and I know a lot of people in my class Yeah, felt very felt the similar, same. yeah.
0: Okay, so you went to tech, you went, right, you obviously didn't get the grades to go to university from school. You don't like your tech course and you're realizing, one, probably because you're not liking it, it's like, I'm not going to put the work in, so I'm not going to get the grades to go to uni, and I don't even know if I want to go to uni now anyway. Yeah, that was so, a big thing. You're thinking, okay, I need to get a job somehow. Yep. You were telling me like obviously it's like a KP jobs <laughs> and stuff like that. That you had, like I like, don't like I've done KP once, mate. Um for anyone that doesn't know, KP, like kitchen porter, is basically a dishwasher. Literally a dishwasher. Yep. Like you've all seen robots, the film. Um what do you call his dad? It is, oh, it's not disney i don't know like you know a big whale in it and all that I, i've never seen, never seen it personally. i think it's called robots but basically his dad's a dishwasher but he's like a robot dishwasher like, yeah okay. built to be one okay um so he's like he's a, he's a kp like but
1: yeah like he just basically cleaning dishes and i'm sure that didn't really fill you any sort of no joy. I, and i don't look down on anyone who does that as a job but yeah. for me personally it was soul destroying like, yeah. it was wearing away at me for a long time so i was in tech just to get a bit of money yeah. i worked part-time washing dishes yeah uh over the summer and stuff because it gets quite busy in the summer yeah cool yeah um, and it's
0: money at the end of the day it, yeah that's
1: I mean? it you know what i mean um so i ended up doing a bit more hours there decided i wasn't going back to tech yeah. i was going to try and get as much hours there as possible just until i figured out what i was going to yeah. do really so then
0: you've done that kpn and stuff and you're like obviously it's a bit of money but you're like i'm not going to do this for the next 30 years No you said like you like like i've always known you and stuff to be you know good with numbers and stuff financially you know kind of like maz oriented like you know like some people you can tell are english orientated and some people are more like maz orientated yeah. like i would always saw you to be more like the maz type so i assume that probably played or did that play a role in you becoming you know interested in forex
1: or like any sort of financial job and then did forex like come after that or yeah no i think you're right um after washing dishes, my plan was to become an accountant, yeah. basically. Um, so my brother works for car leasing company. Yeah. But he works for Ford. Um, he's an accountant there, and they were looking an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't an interview. They brought him for a trial day, basically. Um, I shadowed the girl who did the apprentice the year before I did it. Yeah. So just basically watching what she did, watch what it entails. She gave me some tasks to do myself, you know, to to try and get used to it. And then there was sort of like an informal interview at the end where they asked me some questions. How long was the apprenticeship? Like Or was this like one day? No, so um So they offered a course as well. They you had to go and get you had to go work towards a qualification yeah. for yeah, it as course, well. Yeah. But the plan was for you to then continue working with Ford, mm-hmm. like once you get your qualification and stuff obviously providing you're good enough at the job yeah. like they want to keep you yeah, on yeah it's like
0: they self train you just
1: stay with yeah, them yeah it was it seemed to be a really good system and that's what i liked about it and that's really why i wanted to do it but that didn't go my way um my brother worked there but the girl who did get it, her dad was also there. Yeah, yeah. so I feel like that had to have at least imply like playing nepotism of all around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So every job I've got's been through ne- nepotism. It's the same sucks people though to be really fair, is like, it? too. You know, isn't it? Not what you know. Literally,
0: yeah. Uh, especially at the minute when there's that few jobs going about. Do you know what, know what I mean? It's God. the same like where I work. You've got like before, like where I used to work. Um, we had like I was there. My brother worked there for a while. There was a girl who worked there whose boyfriend worked there and both their, in the time they left and then both their kids are not their kids, both their siblings like two of the sons or two of the sons, two of the brothers of the girl and the sister of the boy worked there. There was like so many people just, and it's all from it is who you know, like the first job I got was basically because my mum worked there Yeah, <laughs> and she was like oh, we'll get you started here, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't an yeah, interview, yeah. there wasn't and like nepotism does play a massive role everywhere, do you know what I mean? Um, not natu- like obviously naturally, like parents look out what's best for their kids, of and course. Stuff.
1: Yeah, no, you get it, like you understand it, of course.
0: But um okay, so accounting didn't work out. You're sitting and you're stuck, you've went okay, school didn't work out, tech didn't work out, didn't go to uni, accountancy didn't
1: work out. What do you you're kinda of sitting there being like, Where do I go from here? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was a couple of other things that I tried to do, I tried to get involved in, but basically n- none of it worked out the yeah. way I had intended it to. Um I took yet another KP job. It was in Crichton's, you know, Crichton's in Palmoral. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? What dish is it? Is it not like a Yeah, no, that's Is it that's the
0: the petrol station? Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, that's funny actually. I didn't even apply for a KP job there. The what? Oh. the advert said sales assistant. Yeah. The food that Crichton's made, like lasagnas and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I Like the, the st- deli sto- counter and yes, stuff? Yes, the ah, store I right, worked in yeah. was, was the place that mass-produced all that, basically, ah, so right, there was... Okay. They did need some KPs. Yeah. Um, we never think that there'd be a KP roll no, in there. Like, that, that's nah, so weird. Nah, yeah, I couldn't believe it, but so I found myself washing dishes yet again, <laughs> and it was like, I just... I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was fucking about in that job. I was not showing up for days I was supposed to show yeah. up. I just didn't care. I just... Yeah. I didn't have... The earliest start was seven o'clock in the morning, and I live in Lisbon and Don't drive, tight, yeah. So like, I'm having to get the train for fucking twenty past six. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I'm having I to I walk despise. if it's pissing down, walking and all freezing. Yeah. It was in December actually, so you know, it's yeah, coldest <laughs> time of year. Like six thirty in the morning in December. Is, yeah, it's not nice. Like, no, it's not toasty. <laughs> let me tell you,
0: doesn't matter what job you're doing. Like, you'd be walking
1: to play at the new camp and <laughs> it's there. Like. um, so yeah, that was sort of a, a mutual termination. Yeah. They were saying if you're not willing to do a bit better or try yeah. a bit harder we don't really want to keep you and i was like well honestly i'm not willing to do any <laughs> better or try any harder so i think we should all thank you very much probably cut our losses here yeah. yeah
0: okay um so then i assume after that you then obviously started having to look around being like right i need yeah. to get something sorted here yep i want to do something that i enjoy as well um and then obviously you must have stumbled across Forex trading. Yeah,
1: so that was that was how I came across Forex. Yeah. This I left that job in December of twenty nineteen, so late yeah. last year. It wasn't that long ago, yeah. No. and with my last wage, that was my first investment yeah. in Forex in January of twenty twenty. Seems like such a long time ago now yeah, but that, that was, was still this was year, this which year, is insane. Yeah. Um so I stumbled across this guy on Instagram. Uh-huh. uh seen the sorts of thing he he was posting about Forex basically, saying yeah. about the money that you can potentially make from it explaining how it works and desperate naive as well <laughs> get rich quick <laughs> yeah i was like okay no i'm um, let's run the dice here Let, let's try something uh so i got involved did what i had to do um ultimately that just wasn't a very great team it, it wasn't just i can't solely put the responsibility on them yeah um i was inexperienced I well how naive. does that's the
0: thing how does it start so obviously like you say about having a team and stuff yes and like you're talking before to me and stuff about it and like how it works and all. And from what I'm led to believe, from what you told me is kind of obviously when you get involved at the start, you've no real idea what's going on. Yeah. But you can invest right from the start. Yes. So is it kind of you start, you find like someone who's offering the service of like kind of treating like training you in it. And then while training you, let's say they'll maybe be like, right, like some expert will say, okay put your money in this because i know this is gonna this is good this will be a good
1: trade yeah and then you sort of follow them and then do they take a percentage off you if they tell you the good trade or what okay no so how that works is most of these big forex companies will be partnered with a broker yeah um i like to think of a broker as like a bank account yeah they all do the same thing it doesn't really matter which one you use but you do need one you yeah know? um so the big forex traders will, will be partnered with these brokers and for each sign up they'll be paid by the broker yeah so maybe i don't think sorry i don't think all of them are like that i think some of them work by for each trade that you place they'll the broker will pay them a certain amount of money Uh so the analysts and stuff are actually incentivized to get you money because Uh, they get like commission and stuff yeah um yeah 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 um but they only get that if you're placing trades. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not making money, you're gonna very quickly stop yeah, it. Stop trades. Yeah. You know Aye, I mean? so, it's, so they're incentivized. Yeah, to give you the right they trades. They genuinely to keep want you doing it. Yes, yeah. they do genuinely want the best for you. Um, that was my biggest issue. Yeah, it it's like, like they
0: want the best for you because it's the best for them. Yeah. It's, it's a, not that it's they're win win, really. Yeah. It's not that they're doing it out of the good of their heart, but they're as you say, they're incentivized to, for you to do well. Yeah. Because exactly. they do well if you do well. Yeah. It's like you're both in the same boat. If the boat's yeah. sinking, you're both going down, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. So they're going to exactly. be throwing water out the same as you. So, started off, obviously, then January and stuff. And you started Forex trading, you're thinking, okay, I'm, I'll try it out, see what it's like. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't really know, I like, Forex trading is, just give a brief overview, right? Yeah, I'll try of my what best. what Forex trading is, before we go any further, to anyone
1: who's, like, unaware, basically, of what's okay. going on. So you're basically buying or selling the value of the base currency which will be if you see my instagram post or anything the trades will be generally like eur gb yeah. that's what most people over yeah. are familiar it's like with like euro to the pound yeah exactly if you're going on holiday or something just the exchange rate that's yeah. basically what it is it's the that's the exchange rate so one euro is worth about 90p roughly yeah give or take is that Some, right yeah close enough like, in and around that i think um, one pounds one euro
0: 11 at the minute or something. Is that right? Something like that, yeah. So that would work out about 90p,
1: like, Okay. Yeah. So, the way me, you and I talk about the way everyone talks about money, would be one pound is 1.00. Yeah. So you only go to the second decimal place. Forex goes to the fifth decimal place. Yeah. So... That these changes are so small you're talking a fraction of a penny something you wouldn't normally notice no it's impossible to notice but yeah we don't even yeah you don't see it you can't even, even gauge money in yeah. that way you know what i mean yeah you're you talking... can't spend anything less than a penny yeah yeah. yeah like you're talking half pennies like yeah penny. Like 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 shillings, <laughs> 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 probably, a shillings but yeah, that... probably the same value that, was, yeah, yeah. show you. that sort of thing that sort of thing so i said it goes to the, f- the fifth decimal point the fifth decimal point is a micro pip. You tend to kind of just disregard it. Like, it is so fractional. Yeah. It's such a small fraction. It's not even... It's probably worth less than a penny. Like, less than half a penny. It's yeah. crazy. So, you'll ten, tend to start with the fourth decimal point. Yeah. That is a pip. A pip stands for percentage in point. Yeah. And that's what's moving so drastically. Yeah, it's um, not like the one... And I suppose if, you, if
0: you're if you trailing a lot of it, those pips all add up. Yeah. Do a lot of money. Like if you're trading one pound and i don't know one pound yeah the euro let's say it goes up in value of one pip so like one like quote like a half a penny yeah but if you're trading obviously you're not trading this amount at the minute but if you're
1: trading 100 grand that one pip on every pound is going to be a lot of money yes exactly um it's not a one size fits all sort of thing that's my favorite thing about it you don't you don't need to be able to earn more. Obviously, you want to earn as much pips as you yeah. possibly can. But fifty pips for someone who starts with maybe the minimum deposit would be two hundred and fifty pound. Yeah. So fifty pips, roughly anywhere 20-30 thirty pound. Yeah. sort of. It's not that bad. Like no, it's it, it so is it's kind of.
0: It's kind of like you. So it's like if you have a stock market, right? And let's say you invest in McDonald's because mm-hmm. you think McDonald's are going to do well. Like let's say pandemic's coming in or it's here lockdown's here at the minute you invest in mcdonald's you're like takeaway company people are going to want it more yeah and let's say you put a quid on and their stock their share value goes up by 20 percent. your quid then becomes one pound 20 yeah and when you're trading foreign exchange it's like you're looking at how the currencies are changing with each other yes we so always hear people say like oh the pounds shit against the euro at the minute the yeah. pound's Awful against the dollar, or the dollars shit against the pound, whatever. Like I remember people used to say when I was younger, like or when they were younger. Like my economics teacher in school said to me, you know, like when I was younger, a pound would have got you two dollars fifty. Mm-hmm. Pound now maybe get you like what? I think it's one or one dollar maybe thirty something like that. Something yeah, like that, um, yeah. and obviously they fluctuate. Yes. So like, I suppose the way of like looking at it from a what's the word sort of workman terms is, let's say I have one pound and I buy, or let's say I have 20 pound, right? Because I make more realistic. Let's say I have 20 pound and I decide to buy 20, whatever that is in euros. So let's say that's maybe 25 euros. It's not, but let's just say for yeah, the okay. sake of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm expecting the value of the euro to increase. Mm-hmm. So let's say then after holding that for maybe a week, the euro goes to 27 pound for them, 20 pounds. Yes. I then buy my pounds back with the more euros i have and make a profit yeah that's kind of like pretty, yeah yes yeah, that's pretty yeah how it works like kind of in layman terms um okay so so just for anyone who didn't really understand that's kind of how it works it's kind of like buying and trading money off one another rather than buying and trading stocks and shares yes. and stuff um okay so that's fine first one you tell me it didn't go great when you first no, tried it
1: no it didn't um as i said i i didn't really have faith in the people who were yeah like like the, helping you with the trades and stuff yeah this the guy who i seen he was the first guy i spoke to i didn't i didn't even look at anybody else i was like this seems good i'm gonna get involved with you again naive and experienced and that played a part in the trades as well i was very trigger happy i was very yeah. nervous as i said i'd finished this job i'm with my last wage that's what i was trading with yeah i wouldn't advise that for anybody you you will have an emotional connection to that money. You're not going to make smart decisions. Only invest where you can afford to lose. Exactly. If you're not happy enough to lose what you've invested, you're going to make stupid decisions rash, decisions, rash decisions. I think that's actually
0: one of Warren Buffett's main, you know, like, investing points. Yeah. Never invest more than you can afford to lose. Yeah. Or Jay-Z said, if you can't afford to buy it twice, don't buy it or <laughs> Yeah. Or like, what well, they can't say, like the 10% rule. Yeah. Never yeah. buy in Like, unless you've, Like, if you want to buy a 300 grand house, make sure you have three million in your bank account. Yeah. Do you know, like, never buy anything more than 10% of your bank, because then you'll never be able to afford it, like, a lot of it and stuff. Okay, so, yeah, so you basically put all your money in that. Naive. And you're saying, never invest more than you can afford to lose, obviously. Because it is that emotional attachment, and it's the same I see with gambling and betting and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I do like putting a bet on now and then, but when I say putting a bet on, it's two pound in an accumulator every Saturday, sixteen team accumulator. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. like, and that's one of those ones where if it comes through or not, big deal, doesn't matter. If it comes through, happy days. If it doesn't, I'm not losing anything because yeah. that two pound I would have spent on an energy drink or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it gives you a bit of excitement in the weekend for a match or whatever that like that. I have no issue with. The issue is, as you say, if I'm going out spending hundred pound yeah and i think like we talked about this before on this podcast um with tyler about gambling and stuff and spending money and it was basically just the same discussion but more from like a mental health point of view but this is more obviously like a strategic investment point of view yeah i mean i suppose because you're attached to that money as you say you're more emotional you make rash decisions it's like okay let's say you invest 250 quid that's all you've got you lose a wee bit of it you're like shit and you're like, right, I need to get that back. Let's put this on this one. We are thinking
1: about it. Yeah. Then that one goes to shit as well. And then yeah. you have nothing. Um, Another big thing I was doing was sometimes it takes a while. Like these trades don't just happen instantly. Yeah. Like um, as we've talked about. There's no such the market, thing as a free lunch. Like No, <laughs> no. Um, The market's very volatile. It's moving yeah. up and down all the time. No one owns the market. No one can get every trade right. Sometimes you might still get a trade right, but it takes four or five hours for it to yeah. do what you plan for it to do i didn't have that sort of foresight i was the art of patience like yeah it. patience such a big thing i was seeing it drop, and maybe so i did it. I actually invested 300 pound the first time i did yeah. it so if i seen i was losing maybe 15 20 pound i yeah. was instantly hitting the panic button like yeah. fuck this i've Shitting already, yourself. I already yeah. lost a fiver earlier i'm losing 15 now i don't want to go and lose 40 or 50 and i was closing it taking the loss whereas if i had held and it three hours later yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating thinking back on it because i did that so many times um, but as I said it was naivety it was inexperience um, as well as thinking the team I started with weren't very good yeah. I didn't find him to be very helpful either when I came to him about these concerns and I understand he's probably a busy guy I'm not saying he should devote all his time to my issues or queries but he was telling me he's like oh, I'll have a look at it when I get home mate I'll let you know yeah. later and he just never got back to me and I'm just thinking like you've already got what you need from me like you're just a fucking dick really yeah like
0: yeah, okay, um, fair enough, um, have I, all right, um, yeah, so, okay, you've, that's
1: fair enough, first time didn't go well,
0: I take it you lost everything. I, I didn't can't... lose
1: everything, I, I'd lost a certain amount, and I withdrew what I had left, I was, I was cutting my losses, I was like, fuck this, this isn't the right time Yeah, it's not right. worth it. <clears throat> I always did have intentions of getting back in there, but it was a mix of a whole load, I didn't have a job, yeah. and then fucking Yeah, true. no money to like invest in it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, it was hard to get a job with COVID and stuff like that. Um, Actually, you know what, I'm a liar, I got two jobs just before lockdown started, uh-huh. started them maybe a m- no more than a month before the yeah. first lockdown over here, which is, when was that, April or May or whatever? Yeah, around yeah, right then. Um, so my furlough pay that I was getting was pretty atrocious, like it wasn't really helping me yeah, out like most very much. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um. So did you just spend, what did you do then? Obviously, because you're
0: more in date now, did you just spend lockdown, like, sort of learning yes. how to do it properly and do it more? Like, obviously, because that's the thing, like, a lot of people spend, like, it was always about, you know, spending lockdown, like, you know, and, like, don't spend it frivolously, like, do something Yeah. active or something that, you know, don't waste that opportunity, basically. Mm. And it was the same when we, Tyler, on, like, Tyler was talking about, you know, he spent lockdown, obviously, like, everyone's heard that episode and stuff and what he yeah. done over lockdown he didn't waste it either no <laughs> he, and from he your certainly didn't from your point of view you didn't waste it either like you were like right if i can't do it i don't have the money now i might as well learn so as when i do have the money i can go
1: at it again and go at it better and harder than i did before yeah and actually make money off it yes uh so no i did i tried to learn as much as i possibly could um but another big thing for me was finding a team that i actually had any level of confidence yeah. in um i'm not deluded enough to think i'm gonna go in and fucking three months worth of youtube videos yeah Jordan Belford, no yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i knew i still needed some sort of guidance yeah um a lot again a lot of the big forex groups will offer like a free channel basically uh, um, they'll not send every signal that they would send in to the premium one but it's like, yeah, a sneak so it's like basically like a try before you buy it's like a free really.
0: like a free channel where you join it and the actual proper forex traders who know what they've been doing been doing it for years yeah send in messages being like put your money here or put your money here yeah this is going and then you just follow those signals do basically what you're told yeah and then the idea is nine times out of ten you know they should come good yes but then obviously like if the premium one they give you more tips and stuff than that and then maybe the bigger tips in the premium one and then also i suppose the idea is once you learn more of it yourself you can go do it on your own yeah you don't need to rely on them you don't need to pay them a fee or whatever and stuff like that okay so how You've learned all that stuff. you got a better team, I assume, now.
1: Yes, I do indeed. Um, how has it been then since you've basically started doing it again? Okay, well, over lockdown, I was, again, trying to figure out which team I was going to yeah. join. I was joining these free signal groups. Um Most of them were sending in just results from their premium. Like, yeah. oh, like, you could have got this if you were in a premium chat today. And I did spend a good two or three months following these groups, trying to see which ones I personally felt the most confident in, yeah. which ones I was seeing were getting good results and regular good results at that and supreme fx is what i came up with yes that's, yeah. <clears throat> that's how i got started with that's um, the one that you like have like promoting your instagram channel and yes stuff. um <coughs> sorry so i actually do a bit of marketing for them yeah. as well um anyone who follows me on instagram i'm sure has melted the fuck with <laughs> it, the stuff i'm putting on my stories or um, my podcast all over instagram as well <laughs> people are probably fuming listening to it like well, but you gotta do these things you i know you, gotta you gotta do, do like things. yeah
0: you're right So okay, so Supreme FX is the group you're with then, I assume. (coughs) Yes, yeah. Um, and you've been with them how long now? Like three months, two months, probably about six weeks, about a month and a bit. It really Uh, hasn't been that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So since then, how's it been? Like, probably obviously, I don't want your actual. You can tell me your figures if you want, but just in terms of like your overall
1: satisfaction with like profit from it and stuff. I'm I'm very satisfied. That's why I continue to do it. Yeah. If I didn't have confidence in these people, I wouldn't be putting that stuff on my Instagram yeah. story. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you wouldn't be that's, luring other people in. To, yeah, yeah, that's why I did it from my own account as well. Um, because people who already know me, like yourself, um, it'll ho- hopefully seem more genuine to yeah. Um, yeah, like if I signed up and joined it and thought it was a load of shit, like it
0: was awful and was doing me nothing, I wouldn't like like I could come straight to you and be like, "What the fuck?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like. <laughs> there is that sense of accountability when it's on your own account you're not just obviously saying it for the sake of saying it yeah okay um so obviously like i was talking to you like before this and all and you were saying that obviously like are you are you making enough now to live off yet that's i know that's your your plan is obviously and um, i know there's a lot of people don't get me wrong like who make millions off it and stuff yeah and obviously they're like you know the needle in the haystack but there there is probably a lot of people who make a lot of money off it through you know like just enough for like basically as an income like a good source of income like 20 like even if you were making 15 grand a year like Mm -hmm. how obtainable because i think you have to put it into perspective like a lot of people come on here or a lot of people you know want a get rich quick program yes and want to join something like forex and think they'll just sign up and a week later they're going to be fucking minted yeah or you know they're going to put 200 pound on and a month that's going to grow to like 20 grand um that's not not that it's impossible but it's not realistic no it's not smart yeah exactly yeah exactly like to go in and just think that's going to happen and you know putting your eggs all in one basket and stuff of course it's not smart uh, and you do, like a lot of it, like someone said, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, Bogle, forget his first name, he's an economist and a pr- prominent investor, actually um, created like index funds and stuff, which okay. I'll actually talk about in a minute, but he basically said, you know, if you're investing money, like randomly, just not knowing what you're doing, like he's like, that's not investing, that's just gambling. That's gambling, yeah. yeah. Um. So, if I was asking, how likely would you say it is that you could be, you could live off forex, like not talking about owning Bugattis and stuff. Just like, <laughs> let's say maybe thirty grand a year, just from doing forex trading. How likely, if someone put the effort in and the work, how likely do you think that is? And obviously,
1: like they have to pay attention and invest the right money of and course, stuff. Yeah. But you know, if you do it right, like how likely would you say that is? It's achievable for anybody. Yeah. It really is. Um, so we were talking about pips earlier. The value of a pip depends on how many lots you're trading with. Yeah. Um, your lot size will depend on how much money you have in your account. Um, need money to make money. Yes. Um, the lot size, basically, the higher lot, the higher amount of lots that you're trading, the value of a pip then increases. Yeah. Oh, so the more money you have, the more valuable it is. The pip is. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, you can you can pick whatever you're. The lot size isn't allocated for you. you. Can choose whatever, oh, whatever, whatever you, you want, want, but you need to be smart about it. Yeah. Um, as I said, if you have 250 pounds in your account, 50 pounds, if you lose 50 pounds, it's not the end of the world, but no. that's still a lot, like 20% of your yeah. funds gone. <laughs> yeah, true. Whereas if you have a grand in your account, like that 50 pounds, not yeah. really so much. But if you win that trade where you potentially lose 50, but you might earn 70, 60, 80, 100 yeah. pounds, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The more money you're able to trade with, the more money you're able, the more disposable income that you can trade with. Yeah the higher profits that you stand to gain yeah, really of course. um so as i said over time my plan is that like i still work part-time at the minute with fucking covid happening yeah. but i'm mostly full-time i still have a full-time job and i have no intentions of leaving that anytime soon i yeah. want to create as much income streams for myself yeah, as possible yeah. but every time i get paid i'm gonna put a portion of my wages into forex yeah. eventually i will build that up i'll have a good amount of money to trade with and hopefully touch with a good amount of money to earn from yeah. that. Um, potentially, you know, 15,000 a year, whatever it is that you want to do. I, like, I think, um, you know, it is one of the key rules. Like, you need money to make money. Yeah,
0: 100%. And I think if people go into Forex and trading and think, oh, I have 250 quid, I'll just go with this and I'm flying. Yeah. It is a slow process, and I suppose once you start winning, that growth becomes, like, exponential. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Let's say you went 250 quid and that grows to 50 quid. You then put that 300 quid on something that grows to 70 quid. Mm -hmm. That 370 grows to 470. 470 grows to 600. Like, the more money you put on, the better you're going to get back. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where at the start, like as you say, when you first started doing it in January, it was a slow process. It was. You weren't making a lot of money. Like, you didn't really know what you were doing. But now that you've spent more attention time learning it and stuff, the money's starting to come in like more consistently. But yes. the key, like the key, is it's slow but it's consistent. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. that's and I that's think like because I was there's an, like index like have you ever heard of index investing?
1: I've heard of yeah. index invest. I don't know so like, about it though, honestly.
0: Index investing is it's actually one of my mates It's got me into this. Was so basically you can buy shares and stuff in a market. Yeah, And on a company or whatever. And obviously, like, the shares of a company are incredibly volatile, but an index... Investing in an index is... You invest in, like, the entire economy, basically. So, an index is, like, the FTSE 100 is an index. Okay. The Dow Jones is an index. The S&P 500, they're all indexes. Okay, no, I, sorry, I have a yeah. lot of those, yes. And they're, like... Like, the FTSE 100 is an index that features the top 100 companies in the United Kingdom. Yeah. So, if I invested in a FTSE 100 index fund, or whatever... You're, let's say invest 100 quid in it mm-hmm. that 100 quid then gets di- di- diversified amongst all of the 100 companies in yeah. FTSE 100 so a few companies might do badly but the thing is overall them 100 companies are going to do good yeah. and if the company does shit it drops out and comes back up again and like another one takes its place so it's kind of one of those things where in the long run you're always going to make money because an index is never like if an index drops over 30-40 years <laughs> there's something seriously wrong, yeah. like the economy like, since the beginning of capitalism, like economies have grown continually, obviously there's ups and downs like and stuff, mm-hmm. but like the overall trend is constant growth Yeah. so by investing in an index, you're like guaranteed returns, if you're able to weight it out, and you talk about patience and stuff, and it's kind of like that's kind of like the exponential growth as well, so usually like, one year like, the index might grow by 20%, the next year it might fall by 5 mm-hmm. Like it might be minus five growth, the next year it might be plus eight, the year after that it might be zero. But the overall trend usually for a regular index is about between eight and ten percent growth per annum, right? Okay. So if you put a hundred quid in, after a year, let's say ten percent rate of interest, you're gonna have hundred and ten quid. Mm-hmm. The year after that, that 110 quid becomes 121 quid. Mm-hmm. Or 122 quid, sorry. And the year after that, then it you know, it grow, it consistently grows because 10% of 100 is less than 10% of 110. Yeah. Which is more, which is less than 10% of 122. Yeah. So every year, like, it grows exponentially, and it's kind of one of those things you start slow, but then... Snowball effect. Yeah. Get the ball rolling. and exactly. It's like the miracle of, like, compound interest. Like, if you had... Like, usually, like, based on 10% interest, you're looking at the rate of your, int- of your money doubling after 10 years. Yeah. So if you have 5 grand after 10 years, you're looking at just over 10 grand. But if you've 50 grand after 10 years, you're looking at just over 100 grand. Mm-hmm. If you've 100 grand, you know, you're looking at 10 years, 200 grand. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I suppose it's kind of the same ideas as you like when you start small, you shouldn't expect massive wins. Yeah, you should expect exactly. the same, you'll get the same percentage win. Yeah. You know, if you put a pound on, you win back 10%, and it's only 10p. That's the same proportion of a win as if you put. A million on and get a hundred grand back, mm-hmm. but like the actual, obviously the the real money, like the actual nominal value of the money, is completely different. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing; people need to realize with things like this, it's not a get rich quick thing. No, that's you can it. get rich from it, of course you can, but like nothing, like that is the key. I know I've said it before, but that is one of the key sayings in economics: is there is no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, there is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. It's not true, but there are ways that you can make a lot of money through, basically, let's say, minimum effort. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because, like, what do you really have to do? Obviously, you need to do the research at the start to know what you're talking about. You need to get a good team and stuff, that sort of thing. Yes, But once you've got that, if you have a good team and you're maybe paying a premium and the team, like, obviously the premium's not going to be a lot because they're getting it from everybody and it's only going to be, you know, a percentage of your winnings, I assume, that's not going to be enough to stop you doing it. All you have to do is basically follow what they tell you yeah invest in this okay press a button do you know <laughs> That's what i mean Essentially, yeah, to, and obviously you're, you're not going, yeah numbers. and obviously you're not going to win every single one but like nine times out of ten same with the index investing like it's all about patience like i could invest three grand in an index fund and by the end of the year it could have dropped to two thousand mm-hmm. and someone might shit themselves and take their money out but at the end of 30 years, that 3 grand could be 60 grand. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do you know what it's I mean? It's a long game.
0: It's, it's the long game. And I suppose it's the same with that. It's not in the long in the years, but as you said, you see a trade fall within an hour and you're taking it out making sure you don't lose the rest yeah, of it. Yeah. An him. hour that's later exactly it's up it. to three times the value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is about... Like, that's the thing, because a lot of people our age talk about investing money in, oh, I want to invest money in this or that or you know i want to get rich or i want to do that and stuff and there's you can't just get rich you need to know what you're doing but there are easier ways to make money that people don't really know about and forex you know i would say is one of those options yes oh 100 yeah like i'm sure you see people like like would i be wrong in saying there's people sort of your level who could easily earn even like let's say doing it around their main job or around school
1: maybe doing it a few times a week could easily earn like 200 300 quid a week yeah 100 do you know what i mean like i'll i'll show you some stuff on my phone afterwards yeah do you know what i mean that no personally yeah that like
0: that's the thing you can win like even if you're like if you had a full-time job and you're doing that in your spare time and you're earning an extra 200 300 quid a week even a month and you're putting that aside investing it in like an index fund on top
1: of that do you know what i mean you're, yeah it's a no-brainer. There's a lot of things you're able to do. Exactly. And that sort of takes me back to near the start of the podcast when we were talking about school and stuff. You're led to believe that if, if you don't go to university, if you don't get all these qualifications, that you're stuck. Um, I think the main reason I really wanted to come on here today was to show people that there are other things that you can do. There yeah. are other opportunities. It doesn't necessarily have to be 4X. Yeah. Um, I would obviously prefer that it was forex x that you choose. By
0: the way, if you're if you are looking to get invested in Forex or whatever, do hit Craig up, obviously, because he obviously knows what he's talking about and he, like, obviously has done it before and stuff. He's um, a very good team. Yeah. Very, very strong analysts. Uh, if you don't know Craig, like, just look him up on Instagram. What is your Craig Davidson SFX? Craig Davidson underscore FSX. SFX, yeah. SFX, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Supreme Forex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so look him up and just ask him questions. Like, you know, he'll happily a- answer them for you. But, yes, absolutely. But I you're right like i like i don't get me wrong i like i am like i I definitely enjoy the academic route Mm -hmm. you know i you know my gcse's like i was top of the year yeah you're probably the smartest guy i know in person i don't know about that but like you know what i mean like (laughs) i'm good like i there's no lying that i do enjoy going to school like i enjoyed education i enjoyed university i enjoy doing that stuff like even now in my spare time like i'll sit and i'll still read and like on stuff that I did at school you know the same topics and stuff because yep. I enjoyed them and I do like I personally like for the career I want and stuff I had to go to university it was what I wanted to do yeah and don't obviously like there are careers that are completely inaccessible if you don't go to university mm-hmm. of course there are but there are so much more out there that you don't have to go to university to do Yeah, like you could have easily started that when you were 17 <laughs> don't remind me but you know but it's it doesn't matter like it's done now it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah, do you yeah. know what i mean it's gone but i'm just saying for other people you know i wouldn't advise don't get me wrong i wouldn't advise coming out of school and just putting all your hopes in forex right, do gonna, not do that be a 4X, too. Yeah. do not yeah, do yeah. that but you could come out of school you could start working full-time you could get a trade and while you're doing that you're putting the money you earn from that aside some of it you know investing it in forex and mm-hmm. stuff learning over the years there's nothing wrong with that and then after a few years you're earning Do you know what I mean? Like it there are different options. And I think as well, it's about being smart with your money as you like as we've been talking about. Invest your money and do it smartly. Like invest your money in Forex if you want. Invest your money in index funds. Invest your money in shares and bonds if you know what you're doing. But invest it somewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Having your money just sit about, even you can buy government bonds that guarantee like a 2% rate of interest every year for five years. Mm -hmm. 15 grand, like just after five years, is like 17 grand. That's two grand profit off doing nothing. You just buy the bond and that's it. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to have 15 grand on about, but that's just, you know, an example. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. Like if you're earning an extra 200, 300 quid a month in Forex trading alone, like that's because it's not that I'm sitting here being like, you can't get rich course you can mm-hmm. but it's just i don't want people listening to this and thinking oh, i'm going to start forex tomorrow and by monday i'm going to be a millionaire yeah do you know what i mean yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it is definitely a solid good source of reliable income if you if you do do it properly and yes. you know what you're doing and even on the side like you think imagine you've done forex you get 300 pound a month and you just set that aside and top your wage and write that 300 pound i'm just going to spend on whatever i want there's three hundred pound disposable, and come to buy whatever you want in the month. Yeah, through very little effort, yeah. just oh, punching a few buttons yeah, in on oh, your phone. I've got a a message here from I don't know Supreme FX, whoever you're with. Yeah, do this. There's two hundred pound in that. There's eighty quid profit. Bang. Yeah, and it's like it's like e nice. Toro. Nice to think about like I think you know like eToro, The yeah, like, like currencies and stuff Yeah, um, they have something along those lines where it's like it's like a shadow account where you just shadow like one of the like trading experts okay yeah and it's you know it's the same idea it's like there's that advert in the tv where it's like thingy invests his money concentrates on financial markets his brother sits in place playstation but makes the same money as him because he just copies him yeah and that's the thing like if you want to work at forex you can work at forex you can become like right at the top where you're the one telling people what to do and making millions and stuff if you really go for it yeah but you can also just still sit and play playstation <laughs> and just yeah, absolutely. copy what someone absolutely. else is doing do you know what i mean because that there in and of itself people might not want to you know give up their day jobs obviously but just if you join one of them account things and you're sitting there it almost seems you know like invest in this someone tells you okay there's 50 quid there's 30 quid by doing nothing yeah it's almost worth a shot do you know what i mean like Uh if you're in full-time employment or part-time employment you probably have about 250 quid that you could start with Mm mm-hmm there's no harm in giving it a go. I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody, but there's no harm in trying it. No, Do you know I what I mean? Right, yeah. As a as a revenue stream, you might as well give it a go and see what it's like. Because if so many people are doing it, it must have some sort of like value. Do you know, yeah. What I mean? Not everybody can be wrong. You know, yeah. not everybody can be wrong. I think like it's kind of one of those things. Like as you say, not everybody can be wrong that does it, and obviously, I think people are very skeptical of oh surely it can't be that easy yeah and you're like no it can be that easy it's just you need to know if you do the research that's the most crucial thing do you know what i mean is doing the research and after that like it's the same with like you think you were you want people wonder how people who are minted stay rich even though they buy so much fancy stuff Mm -hmm. and you're like if you'd 50 million pound and you put it in a regular savings account of about one percent interest what's one percent of a million pound I have no idea. 10,000, I think. It is. 10,000, yeah. You'd be making 10,000 pounds a year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just from that one, from one million pounds. So if you're looking at 50 million in the bank account, just sitting there, you're making 50,000 a year just in interest. Like, that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, it is a lot easier to make money not necessarily make money to the point where you're alan sugar
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but
0: make money to the point where like you can't have a bit of side income a side revenue you know something else just to help you get by do you know mm-hmm. what i mean if even if that's all it is if you're clicking one button a month and you're earning 50 quid a month that's 50 quid
1: a month that yeah. you didn't have do you it's know 50 what i mean quid more than someone who didn't trade exactly has earned. exactly do you know what i mean?
0: And that, and like, if you lose two fifty quid, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, so you might as well just try it. That's what I would say. Um, do you have anything else to add?
1: uh I would just like to really emphasise that you don't need to be smart at all to do this. Um, because I've had a lot of people message me and say that you need to know economics or yeah, just it looks it looks really complicated. It's way over my head. Um, if you want to learn how to trade forex yourself, it it's very fucking complicated. Um, I'm trying to learn myself. It's yeah. gonna that's gonna be a, a big process, but whenever you sign up with us, our analyst he's he's done this work. He does all. it for you. He's yeah. I'm not sure exactly how long he's been trading for, but he's been trading for a while. He knows what he's doing. We have faith in him, yeah, and he, rightfully so. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The results speak for themselves. Again, I can show anybody any results that they want yeah. to see them as evidence or proof or whatever you want to call it. All you have to do, you let it is as simple as copy and pasting two yeah. numbers. Like you're you're hitting the, the button on your phone. Do, yeah. You know, where you can see between yeah. two apps, you're doing a copy and a number in the like an allocated bar. It's just it's so, just co- it it's so just easy to do. Doing
0: what an expert tells you to do. Yeah, exactly. It, like if someone came up to you in the street and said, Here's two hundred pounds or if someone came up to you in the street and goes, Right, you've two hundred pounds there, invest it in that <laughs> company, and I guarantee you after a week it'll be 250 quid mm-hmm. and that like, you know they're an expert in it because obviously you know and they say from that all i want is a pound of that
1: money uh-huh you do it do you know what i mean so that's another thing i would like to say um we don't actually charge a premium know? No, so the way it works well, even better then do you know what i mean yeah exactly you, you, the money that you invest you're investing in yourself you're not funding anybody else yeah. you're not paying a fee to anybody yeah. else as i said um we're partnered with a broker, our broker's called RNFX. You get a 20% bonus on your deposit as well, by the way, with us, which is, there you go, you're up literally, days, you're yeah. being given money to trade, you know, like it'd be fucking stupid to say no, that's what I feel like anyway. Um, So they'll pay the the main Forex guy for us, it's the analyst, his yeah. name's Karen. he's the brains behind it all, really. He'll be paid per sign-up, and if we, the marketing team, get those sign-ups ourselves, then we would then get a percentage yeah. of so you don't, pay, you don't even pay you don't even know you're like not paying <clears throat> you're not paying anybody at all as long as you sign up through our broker yeah. with our link which i will be able to supply for people yeah. of course.
0: kind of a no-brainer isn't it like, yeah well I, it seems I a no-brainer yeah <laughs> i think so anyway but it's worth a shot i, I suppose yeah well yeah that's true yeah. Like, but it's worth a shot almost like yeah. yeah um yeah so there you go i mean if you're looking some sort of income from what doing very little i suppose just very little doing yeah. what you're told basically yeah um <laughs> Well, minimum risk, let's be honest, you know, because you don't have to invest. If you want to invest all your savings,
1: go ahead. But course, you don't yeah. have to. As Plus we say, you know, only invest invest what you can afford to lose. Like and there's there's a risk management in place as yeah. well. Um so the numbers at your center called the stop loss and the take yeah. profit and they basically do what it says on the tin. Um if you've bought the value of the euro against the pound and it's going down, your stop loss is gonna be somewhere down here, you're like if this touches here, I'm cutting my lot. I'm like, yeah, yeah this isn't doing what I wanted it to do. Yes, yeah, so
0: you're not going to lose everything.
1: No, it's a very, very small percentage. Yeah. Um, that's why you need to trade with the right lot size. Yeah. Um, yeah. that what could be five pound for someone could be twenty five pound for someone else, could be two hundred and fifty pound for someone yeah. else. Um, so there's always careful risk management in place. Yeah. Um, that's another real key to success. Really, you need.
0: Yeah. Uh, you need to know where It's the same like you know betting. Like, never place an angry bet oh yeah you know when the fun stops stop as to you know, <laughs> it's that classic saying like, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. But yeah it's the same thing like if you're smart about it and you only invest what you can afford to lose you can't really lose at all no. you can only gain yeah do you know what exactly, I mean? exactly exactly uh, you can gain nothing but but that's fine do you know what i mean like yeah. so what like at least you tried it um yeah I, anything else you want to add no i think i'm good, good. i think i'm um, good yeah yeah so there you go i mean if you're looking at side income you know, and you wanna put us some money here and there, you wanna try and earn a wee bit extra. Or if you're looking to, you know, become the next Warren Buffett. Yep. You know, give by four X trading and try means, yeah. Get up Craig, I suppose. <laughs> um Yeah, there you go. Uh thanks for listening guys. Um hope you enjoyed that. Um if you do have any questions about it, um obviously you can message Craig himself or like if you wanna to talk to me and I can message craig or put you in touch with craig or whatever um likewise you can message me and tell me to shut the fuck up um, <laughs> um but yeah uh there you go thanks very much for coming on craig no worries i uh, appreciate My pleasure. it yep. yeah yeah uh, right guys see you later take it easy